to the Healthy Owl Life Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Banghart, Certified Integrative Nutritional Health Coach and Gut Health Advisor. Here we talk about all the things health-related. If you're interested in living a life you can say health yeah to, you're in the right place. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Health Yeah Life podcast. Today is a special edition. Today it's just me and I want to talk to you about the 15 most important things I've learned since my cancer diagnosis. As you may know, I had colon cancer in 2020, the beginning of 2020. What a year, right? It's been kind of a crazy last three years, but I've learned so much in the last three years. And one of the things that I think is most important that I want to say first and foremost is colon cancer didn't ever define me, but it did change me. And I think my mentality and how I felt and how I still feel to this day is super important. I never felt like I was a cancer survivor. I felt like I was a cancer victim at times, but not like it ever defined who I was. I didn't feel like I was cancer. But something that I do want to say is that I've learned how nutrition is foundational to the process that changes the environment that allows the body to heal against things like cancer and other diseases. Let's head on into the 15 things I've learned in the last oh, almost three years. Number one, your body is made of the food you eat. If you've listened to me over the last 11 months since this podcast began, I've talked a lot about the power of nutrition, and I never knew how our body was actually made at a cellular level from our nutrition, from the food we eat. So I often say, if you wanted to be a giant Cheeto, you could definitely be a giant Cheeto, because that's what is happening inside your body. To be the best you can be, you need proper nutrition, and I didn't understand the power of nutrition. Number two, diseases manifest from your nutrition and you need to take a dietary intervention. And what does this mean? You know, we hear more and more about all the diseases people have. Think about it. And it is a lot of times from nutrition. Yes, there can be other sources. We know that environmental toxins can be part of it, but disease is manifested from nutrition. Number three, disease, again, we're into that disease, is caused by sugar. It's a causative agent. And I've really been diving deep into sugar and really, really focusing on what sugar does and doesn't do to our body. So when I talk a lot about it, it's disease, right? We talk about disease. And every disease, if you think about it, is caused by sugar. We've got obesity, We've got Alzheimer's, which are calling diabetes three. We got fatty liver. Fatty liver has not ever been as prevalent as it is today. And it's non-alcoholic fatty liver. Our, our liver can't even process what's going on in our body. There's so much sugar. We also have things like cancer. We talk about me having cancer. That's another disease caused by sugar. So we need to be thinking of these because it's not a matter a lot of times of if, but when. I never thought I would have colon cancer, ever. I never thought I would be someone who would have colon cancer or cancer in general. 
So we need to be thinking about the things. I talk a lot about, if you listen to me again, I've talked a lot about how I didn't think I ate poorly. But you guys, I ate all the processed food. I ate all the junk food. I ate all the, um, I had sodas, things like that. You guys know I always mention ketchup. Ketchup was my favorite. Well, back in the day, they used to put high fructose corn syrup in it. Actually, they still do with some brands, which is insane to me. But I didn't know that I was ingesting sugar like I was. I was unknowingly having all the sugar all the time, thinking, well, I don't eat those candies. And, you know, maybe I did eat cookies once in a while or whatever. But I wasn't that one that sat down and ate a tub of ice cream, you know, so I wasn't a sugar eater. Again, you need to look deeper. And that's something I've learned in the last three years. And I talk about it too, about reading ingredient labels. So if you read your ingredient labels, then you know what's in your food. Okay, number four, and I think this one's interesting. We've normalized poor food choices. Let me say that again. We've normalized poor food choices. What I'm talking about is you're weird if you eat whole food. You're weird if you eat good for you food. You're weird if you don't go through the drive through and that's how you eat in the convenience store and the crap food that's in the grocery store. And I think that's interesting how it has become normal to have poor food choices. So think on that one a little bit. Number five, food can be power or disease. We talked about that just a little bit in number three, when I talked about disease caused by sugar. Food can be power or disease. And actually, that goes back to the number one, when you when I talked about your body is the, uh, made from the food you eat and the power of nutrition. So again, if you're thinking about, I want to be the healthiest I can be, food is where you need to start. Nutrition is where you need to start. Okay, number six, you are a bio individual. There is not a set it and forget it and one size fits all. Okay, you are a bio individual. You also need to trust your body. Listen to your body. How many people don't listen to their body? Does this nutrition work for you? Does it not work for you? Trust me, if you listen to your body, you would know. And again, you can't just do the set it and forget it. There's not one form of eating that works for everyone. We are bio individuals. And that takes me right into number seven, which is your ancestral perceptive. So once I got on my health journey, and I keep saying I got on my health journey, I was on this health journey. But what I mean by it is, after I had cancer, I started asking a lot more questions. And again, I don't want you to wait until something happens till you have disease before you start asking questions. I want you to think of things now, while you are relatively healthy. But one of the things I learned was the blood type diet. And I found it really interesting. I got into it, dug pretty deep into it. And I think there's a lot that can be said to it. I think it's foundational. I think if we look back to our ancestors, what they ate, absolutely it's gonna have an effect of, on us. That's how we were formed, you guys. We came from our ancestors. And how they ate is how our bodies are used to eating and what they can process and what they can't process. It's been brought down from generation to generation. 
Okay, let's hop into number eight. And, and number eight is one of my favorite things. Always has been my favorite thing, which is funny to think about. Sleep. The importance of sleep. You know, I talk a lot about nutrition. I talk a lot about what you eat, what you don't eat, how it makes you feel, reading your ingredient labels. But how many people talk about sleep and the importance of sleep? Why is sleep so important? You're ridding toxins and waste while you're sleeping. Your body is basically what I think of as like just taking out the trash while you're sleeping. So it's really important to get very good sleep. Our body is recouping while it's sleeping. And again, sleep has always been super important to me. Even as a kid, I always made sure I got enough sleep. Love sleep. Off to number nine. One of the things that I learned about myself was eating a gluten-free diet. And it's not for everybody, you guys. I'm not saying that everybody in the world should not eat gluten. Because again, we're bio-individuals, like I said before. And I think it depends on your body, what you have going on with you. Me, what I found out was gluten did not like my body. It does not like me. I do best when I don't eat gluten. I notice how crummy I feel when I eat gluten. So again, assessing your body, listening to our body, right? After having colon cancer, I was put on what I consider a soft food diet. You didn't want to be eating a bunch of veggies and things that were really hard for you to digest. They just cut my colon. They cut a section of my colon out and put it back together. If you can think of like a a garden hose being put back together, right? It was very similar, but it had to heal. So they didn't want me eating things that would be super hard to digest or, you know, any of that. So what was I put on? Soft foods, toast, crackers, things like that. Well, it's not that I didn't eat them, but I think eating so much of them made me realize how crummy I felt. After having my cancer surgery, my resection surgery, that's what I ate. Crackers, toast, things like that, super mellow foods. We wanted that colon to heal. And then I started having other issues. I had heaviness in my intestines. I had, I felt like I was sitting on a cone. I had vision issues. I had hearing issues. I had severe brain fog and I was totally lethargic. And after I stopped eating gluten, I noticed how much better I felt. So again, it's doing the assessing of your body and seeing what you do or don't need. Okay, let's hop into number 10. Stress. Oh my gosh, you guys, stress. Who isn't stressed? And we're stressed more than ever. Again, we've been doing three years of craziness in our life since 2020. Since the pandemic hit, has been nothing but stress. And we've been stressed, you guys, for three years. But you need to be thinking about your stress levels. And so many of us are living in the sympathetic state. So I talk about this too. What is the sympathetic state? Because I didn't understand this. It's a fight or flight. Fight or flight is good when you're running from a bear, when you're running from a tiger, when you need to live. What happens when you're in the sympathetic state is your digestive system slows down because you don't want to be running from a bear and have to stop and take a poop. So your digestive uh, system slows down, right? You're, again, you're running on high alert. 
So if you're running on high alert, your adrenaline gets going, you're trying to run from this bear or this tiger, and you're not like our ancestors. You're not actually running from a bear. It may be you're in traffic. It may be your kid did something. It may be something that happened at work, but we shouldn't constantly be living in a fight or flight type body. We shouldn't be living in that sympathetic state. So learning how to live in a parasympathetic state is where we want to be. Number 11, fasting. I've learned a lot about fasting and what it does and doesn't do and how it, again, talk about cleansing body of toxins. It causes autophagy when you do it long enough. And fasting, I'm not talking about not eating for days. I'm talking about a 12-hour fast, which is pretty easy. If you've stopped eating at 6 p.m., start eating at 6 a.m., there's your 12-hour fast. I like to go up to 16 hours, sometimes 18 hours. I can feel the difference. I can feel my body actually cleansing itself of toxins. So fasting is another really interesting topic that I've learned that I really like. Number 12, and you guys will love this. We've normalized feeling shitty. Our world thinks it's normal as you age to feel like crap, to look like crap. And it's not normal. I don't understand where we thought, okay, this is normal. You know, again, eating a good whole food diet. So we feel good. We look good. Our bodies are running optimally. That's where we need to be. It is not normal to feel like shit. So we need to stop doing that. We need to stop thinking it's normal if you just have a headache. It's not normal to have a headache, my friends. It's not. Okay, our next one is number 13, which I talked about it earlier, reading your ingredient labels. Honestly, when I go into the store, I read every ingredient label on every package I buy. The one nice thing is, and I've talked about this again, you know, in the past, you guys have probably heard it, it's probably a broken record, but you don't have to read ingredients if you pick up a banana. You don't have to read the ingredients if you pick up a carrot. You don't have to read the ingredients if you pick up Brussels sprouts. You know what is in those. They don't have ingredient labels on them. Now, when you buy your processed food, your packaged food, your dead food, you need to read your ingredient labels. It's just how it is. And you need to read them all the time. You just do. Because even if you like a brand, and maybe it's this flavor, this other flavor may have something in it that you do not want in your body. But it's just paying attention to those ingredient labels and knowing what you're putting in your body. Because like I said at the beginning, it's the power of nutrition. Okay, number 14, choose your thoughts. You guys, we have so much power with our brains and we can choose our thoughts. I often think of like things like affirmations that may seem kind of silly, you know, I am great, I am beautiful, I am fill in the blank. But we can choose our thoughts and what we choose to think about actually manifests. So when you think, okay, let's go back to cancer. If somebody came and told you you had cancer tomorrow, what would be your first thought? That you're dying, that you're dead, you'll be dead in X amount of time. You have 
the power of your mind and controlling those thoughts. So when I was told I had colon cancer, friends, that was not my demise. I even said that to my husband. I told him when the GI doctor came to my bedside, woke me up from having a colonoscopy, and he said, you have cancer. My poor husband, you guys can just imagine him. I look over at him and his mouth is gaping wide open. And we got in the car, we left and we got in the car and he was just, I couldn't even imagine what he was going through, but I, I could see it and I could feel his energy. And I remember looking at him and telling him, this is not my demise. How did I know that you guys? How did I know that this was not going to be the end for me? It wasn't going to take me out. I knew that. I'm pretty much a rebel and I, I like to control what's going to happen inside my body, believe it or not. And cancer was not going to be the end for me. So we do have power over our thoughts. Power of your words. It's huge. Okay. And number 15. Number 15. Drum roll. Number 15. I continue to be a student. You have no idea how much I love learning, sharing, empowering others about nutrition, about health, anything that is exciting to me in the health industry. I love it, you guys. I just dive in the deep end and learn so much. I'm just engrossed in everything. But I love being a student. And I hope and pray that I am not only empowering myself, I am empowering others. I am educating myself. I am educating others. Anybody who's around me. I talk a lot about my family, my friends, any acquaintances, you know, people I come across. And I'll just tell you a quick little story. There's a gal at a store that we go to. And we were in there just last week. And she said something that was just mind-blowing because a lot of times you don't think people are listening to what you say. But she was talking to another client, uh, another customer, and she said something about giving their kids a candy. And those parents said, no, we don't do candy. We don't do dyes, blah, blah, blah. And it was really interesting because she came back and she said, well, let me tell you, I don't either. I don't do this to my kids and it's because of her. And she turned and pointed at me and I was kind of across the room a little bit. And I was like, what? And she said, it's because of her. It had been probably six months prior and her and I were talking one day. She had a, I think she had a granola bar and I said something. She told me how good they were. And I said, well, what's in your granola bar? Again, we'll go back to the reading of the ingredients And she was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, what's in your granola bar? And she started reading it. And I started explaining to her that those were not foods. Those were science experiments. Those things that she was listing off or couldn't read, it wasn't food, you guys. It was a science experiment. It was something that was created in a lab, processed food. And she was just mind blown. You know, we also talked about the candies that they gave there at their store. And I said, look at this one. It's got, you know, it had yellow number five, blue number one, you know. And I said, this is not meant for your body. It causes issues. It causes ADHD. It causes lots of brain issues. 
let's not even get into the sugar part. But again, friends, you don't know who is listening as you are telling them things. I work really, really hard not to preach. I really do. I hope those that are listening don't go, yeah, right, Karen, you do. You're always preaching. But again, I want people to be empowered because what I have to say right now is super important. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that food caused disease. I didn't know that, friends. And people need to know these things. They need to know that if they're eating these processed foods, these drive-through diets, this crappy, crappy food, that it is causing disease. How do you know unless somebody teaches you? How do you know unless you're educated? How do you know without becoming empowered yourself? You don't know. And that's the importance. And that is what I want to get out. Everything I talk about on my podcast, in my groups, online, on my blog, any of those things, all I'm trying to do is empower you, empower those around you. Because if we all become empowered and educated, we can shut this down. We can talk and we can tell people and we can say, hey, did you know this happens? And they may be like, what? And some people won't listen. I will give you that. I've had quite a few people not listen to me and that's fine. You know, they weren't in that space. And a lot of times you're not in this space because it doesn't matter unless it matters. It doesn't matter until it matters, until you're going through something like cancer or disease or like you're trying to lose weight or you have, you know, pre-diabetes, something like that. That's when it matters. That's when we go and educate ourselves. That's when we go and learn. And honestly, you guys, I talk a lot about our future generations. I have grandkids. You know, I didn't always do the right things with my kids and I've apologized profusely. (laughs) I've told them, I am so, so sorry for the way I fed you. I didn't know what I didn't know, but now I know and I'm going to be speaking the word. It's kind of like my gospel. I'm going to be speaking this over and over and over because I want people to listen and I don't want it just to be about us. I want to educate the future generations. I want you to tell your kids. I want you to tell your neighbors. I want you to tell your grandkids. Any and everybody who will listen, they need to know. They need to know that eating processed food is not what our bodies were meant to do. They just aren't. So until we start learning, we're going to see more and more disease. You guys, there are so many unhealthy Americans. I think the statistic is something like 12 to 14% of Americans are actually metabolically healthy. That's insane. All the people in that small percentage are the ones that are healthy because you know what? They know. They know exactly what I'm talking about. They know that we need to eat whole foods. They know that we need to sleep. They know that we need to, you know, drink water, um, listen to our body, fast if it makes you feel better, you know, that you're a bio-individual. They know all these things. And yet there's a majority of us that don't. And we need to speak these words. So again, thanks for listening to me throughout all 50 episodes if you've listened to them all. And I just appreciate you. And I hope that I am empowering you and helping you. And if you have someone who needs some information that you're sharing my podcast, because that's how that's how the word gets out. 
That's how people learn is if we share. So again, I appreciate you so, so very much. And we've got some great guests coming. We're just going to keep going on because I love this. Get ready. It's just going to get bigger and better as we go along. I know it has over the last 50 episodes. I can feel it. Thanks again for listening to me. Take care and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Out Life podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so that more people can hear about the podcast. For more resources, just visit us at healthyalife.com. Thank you.